0: This is the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose, teaching influencers and bloggers how to become successful entrepreneurs. This is episode 80 of the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose. Today we are going to talk about what Is an avatar and how to go about creating one. You're going to hear me really talk about the specific details of what you need to include when you are creating that avatar. Make sure that you head over to the show notes because it's going to be able to fly by quickly and you're going to want to be able to actually sit and write this down. I'm giving you action steps to make sure that at the end of this podcast episode, you head over to the show notes and then actually sit down and create. Create your own avatar. I want to know who that person is. And you're going to hear me emphasize the fact that it is one person. Your avatar is not the same as your audience. Your avatar is part of your audience. But your avatar is one person. And you need to make sure that you are creating this person to help you keep your content in line and having that overall arching story and feel to it. All right, let's dive in. Okay, guys, good morning. It is Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, and I am live on the Jenny Melrose Facebook page. As you guys are coming in, just give me a hi, give me a good morning so I know who is here live with me. I am so excited to dive into this training because I asked a question on my Facebook page actually last week, asking if people felt comfortable with who their avatar was. And the resounding answer, which I was kind of surprised Vibe, to be honest, was that most people are not feeling comfortable with their avatar. So we are really going to dive into that this morning. If you are listening to the podcast, make sure that you head over to JennyMillers.com. You can find the show notes there and any links that I talk about will be Um, actually linked to in the show notes. So make sure that you check that out there. All right, good morning, guys. Hi, Lori, Brittany, Amira, Sharon, Brittany Harris, Jennifer, Mary Thomas, hey, make your good morning. I am so excited to see so many of you live with me already. Today is going to be an awesome day. I want to make sure that you are aware that I go live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern on my Facebook page. We then take that live broadcast and we turn it into a podcast episode. Now, next week, Tuesday the 10th at 11 a.m. Eastern, you're going to want to mark your calendars because it is going to be a 24 hours opportunity for insider ticket prices for my conference, Influencer Entrepreneurs Academy, which will be held in Charlotte, North Carolina next April of 2019. I hope you all will be able to join in with me. All right, we are going to dive into exactly what is an avatar, and then I want to start to kind of help you try to create your own. So the first thing that we need to understand that I know when I first heard the word avatar, my mind went to like video games and the avatars that you can choose to be like a person in a game. Not what I'm talking about, okay? We're talking about what is is an avatar. We're talking about that it it is your ideal audience member or customer, okay? Now, some of you are bloggers where you are primarily looking to grow your social channels. You have an audience, while others of you are also bloggers, but you also may have some products. So those might be your customers or clients, especially if you offer services, if you're a health coach, or if you do social media marketing for other bloggers, okay? So we're going to be talking specifically about that avatar that you are speaking to when You create your content. Now, when you create your avatar, you want to make this person as real as possible. Okay. You are going to want to be able to tell me the name of the person. Now, obviously, you're going to make this up, right? Because that's probably not exactly a real audience member, but I need you to make this as realistic as possible for yourself so that you feel like every time you're creating your content, you're creating it for that person. So you're going to give this person a name. You're going to know their occupation. You are going to know their age. You're going to tell me their family status. Okay. Are they married? Do they have kids? How many kids do they have? Most of us, I know, that have an audience that is largely female Some of us may find that our percentage might be 65% female, and the rest is going to be male at um, 35. So you have to take a look at what is yours. Where are, who are you going to talk to? Now, there are always going to be outliers, but you need to be talking to your avatar, the one person when you write your content, okay? So you're going to create... What you kind of overall see and have a feeling, what kind of content are they drawn to? Is it family oriented? So you can assume that they do have a family. Give it a number. How many kids do they have? Are they boy, girl? What exactly are we talking about? You're also going to be able to give me an idea about their income. And this, again, is going to relate to your content. Because if your content is more expensive, like let's say, for example, you do a lot of affiliate links for West Elm, Pottery Barn, wherever else, high-end stores, then they need to have an income to be able to afford that. Whereas if you're linking to maybe Walmart or you know discounted stores on Amazon or discounted uh, products then maybe they don't need to have that as large of an income, but that is going to matter, okay? You also, again, where does she shop? What stores is she going to? Because those are the kind of places you're going to look to create a relationship, whether it is for sponsored content or whether it is going to be for affiliate uses, okay? Also, what social platforms is she on? I need you to really start to think about, like, look at your, the best place to start with this is your analytics. Look at your Google analytics. Look what it's telling you. What percentage is female? What percentage is male? Then look at your age range. Sometimes we can be a little surprised. We can think that, oh, everyone that I'm talking to is my age. So they're going to be in their late 30s. That may not be the case. You may have a largely, especially as a food blogger, millennial audience that is just learning maybe how to cook or is looking to do things in a gourmet kind of way, depending upon what your content is. So you have to take a look at that because when you're looking at social platforms that she she is going to be on, is she gonna be on Instagram over Facebook? And if she's a millennial, absolutely is going to be on Instagram over Facebook. So you have to make sure that you understand your audience. Alex, I see that you just joined in. I actually was doing a consult call with Alex, and we had this conversation earlier this morning about how her Facebook audience and her Instagram audience are very different. And she knows that about her audience. So when you're creating this avatar... Based on the age that you give her, based on the family status, you're going to tell me what social media platform she is likely to use. Is she going into Pinterest and using it to be able to find herself a recipe for that night? Or is she just going through, does she like to go on to Instagram? Is she using IGTV? There are so many different social platforms. Now, obviously, this is could possibly change over time. We know that some platforms come and go. Others we think are gonna be great and then they just kind of die down. So you have to really try to figure out what platforms would she primarily be using and that's where we're gonna start to put your focus. Because too often I'm hearing clients say to me, all the things, right? Hashtag all the things. I don't know where to start. I can't do it all. What do I do? And I always give the advice that you pick two social media platforms that you are going to put your time and effort into. You have to test it, run with the data, see what's working and see if your that time, your ROI is worth the time that you're putting into it. So if you feel that Facebook and Instagram are where you need to be putting your time, I need you to track it for three months. And I need you to tell me is your Facebook page growing? Is it sending you traffic? Because we all know that Facebook has some algorithm changes that are making it more difficult. So what is your strategy for Facebook? Look at Instagram. What is your strategy for Instagram? We also know that Instagram is not known for driving traffic, but it builds your brand. So it's important to still have, and you also have to know what your goals are. If you're looking to work with sponsors and create sponsored content, you better bet your butt you need to be over on Instagram. You need to be building your brand, you need to be talking about the brands and your Insta stories, there's a lot of different things that go into this. You have to know your audience though before you can ever really dive into this fully, okay? The last piece that I feel is important to know your avatar is where does she live? Okay, you have to have an idea of where she is, because the products that you're going to talk about may not relate to her. So perfect example. I am East Coast based. Right. I grew up in New York and then moved down to Charlotte, North Carolina. The grocery stores that we had in New York are not the same grocery stores that we have down south. And because of that, there are very different products. So if I know that the majority of my audience is from the Charlotte area, then I'm not going to talk about a New York product that they have no idea about. Okay. You have to really start to look into this and dive into it. Now, sometimes you're going to find that you're going to attract those clients, that audience, because you're talking about maybe vegan recipes and those are the hashtags you're using. So that is the audience that's going to find you. When you're first starting out, what I need you to do, because I know that when you're first starting out, it can be really difficult to create your avatar. You're like, all I want to do is just create content. I just want to put content out there and I want people to, love it. So here's the thing. That is how you're going to first start out. The avatar is going to develop with time and it's going to change as you continue to do this as a business. So when you are first starting out, I want you to be able to decide what it is that you are going to create for other people, right? I want you to decide what is your niche? What are you going to be creating? Now, some of us stay a little bit broader right? Melrose Family is very broad. It's a lifestyle site. I create quick and easy recipes and projects for busy parents. That's pretty broad, which gives me opportunity to be able to work with a lot of different sponsors. But at the same time, my audience may be coming to me for different things. So you have to be able to hone in though on that avatar. So what I want to do is I want to give you my avatar for the Melrose Family. And I'm going to help you with one little hint on how to create this after I give you mine. So my avatar is a female that is in her late 30s. She actually lives in New Jersey, works in New York City, um, has a well-paying job, because if you know anything about New York and New Jersey, it is very expensive to live there. Part of the reason we moved down south. But I digress here. Um, she <laughs> works in a very high-end job. She is constantly, she is there from, she leaves the house at nine, doesn't get home probably till seven or eight o'clock. She has one daughter. Her daughter um, is the light of her world and she cannot have other children. And because this Is her daughter, um, and it is her one daughter. All she wants to do is create as many memories as possible. She wants to have as many times where they sit down as a family and have dinner together, and then be able to create projects and go on trips over on the weekends where they can make those family memories. Okay, so I told you that she is in New York, right? I gave you the place of where she is working. She is, we can. Above six figures for herself, um, and her family. Obviously, she is married. Um, I gave you an idea about her family. I also told you she was in her late thirties. So she is on Facebook a little bit on Instagram, um, but primarily uses Facebook regularly and kind of will go through every once in a while to like like some pictures on Instagram. But that is not where she is looking to consume content. She is looking to consume content on Facebook. Okay, now. This avatar, the way that I have constructed this, you're gonna notice that there's some things you're like, what? Where are you pulling this from? Like, you have no idea that your fan, how do you know that your avatar can't have more kids and only has one? Like, what is this? Here's how you create it, okay? In order to create your avatar, you need to take yourself three years ago and combine it with your best friend, okay? I'm gonna say that again because I really want this to sink in. You take yourself three years ago because the content that you're creating is probably something that you started learning three years ago. When I first started the Malrose family, I originally did not do a ton of recipes because I wasn't at a place where I was creating a ton of recipes. I wasn't one that got into the kitchen. So as I started to grow, I felt comfortable sharing my recipes and it was from probably three years ago that I started to get that experience to feel comfortable enough to share the recipes. So where you were three years ago, because now you've actually managed to tackle this and it's something you're confident to share with other people so that you can help them. You also want to combine your best friend. Now, the reason you combine your best friend is often because your best friend is probably the type of person, if she's anything like mine, that is going to put you in your place. She is going to say to you, you would absolutely not write about that. You wouldn't say that. You do not sound like yourself. And you need that person. You need that person to call you out when you do a sponsored post for a product and you're doing a total review of a vacuum. And she doesn't want to hear anything to do with that. And she has no qualms about telling you, listen, that was a load of crap. You were a total sellout. You shouldn't have done that. But she's also going to say to you, When you create that sponsored post that really resonates with her because you wrote it with her in mind, that's when she's going to really connect. And she's going to tell you that. She's going to be on the comments. She's going to be sharing it on Facebook because that's the avatar that you want to be talking to. You always want to feel like you're creating your content for that one person. Now, I know people are going to see me, but Jenny, like I have some people on my site that are 19 and I have other people on my site that are 47. I get it, right? I totally understand that because at the Melrose family, so do I. People are finding me from Pinterest. They're looking for a recipe. They're coming over from Pinterest. They're going to Google. They're saying, oh, I have chicken. What kind of recipe can I find? They find the Melrose family. So when they do that, we kind of feel like, oh, I don't know. But here's the thing. Those people that are finding you from Pinterest and from Google, it's your job to turn them into your audience. And the only way you can do that is to have a voice that when you are creating your content, you are talking to an avatar that they can see themselves in. It may not be the exact person. So am I going to talk about the fact that my, in my post about the fact that she only has one child and can't have more kids? No, but I'm going to make sure that the content that I create is going to create a special memory because that's, what's important. And the fact that she has one child just kind of pushes that idea forward, okay? So that's what I need you to do. Take yourself three years ago and your best friend and combine it. Now, I'm giving you homework. I'm giving you action steps. This needs to get done. This is not something that you can just say, oh, I know what my avatar is. And then when I ask a question on Facebook, y'all come and tell me, nope, I have no idea what I'm talking about. You need to do this. So I want you to actually sit down and I want you to... Fill this out. You cannot give me. So women finding God, I see that your post right there. It says my avatar's age is 25 to 40, but I have teens and even women 65. They're in my email list. I often feel like these older women should be teaching me laugh out loud. Here's the thing. Your avatar's age is not between 25 and 40. Your audience age is between 25 to 40. Your avatar, you're going to pick an age. And I don't care if it's not exactly right, it's not the majority. You need to pick an age. Avatar is one person, and you're going to need to do this. You have to just pick an age and get comfortable with it. If that audience changes, because let's say, for example, all of a sudden Facebook starts driving a ton of content again, so the age is probably going to go up with people that are on your site, then you can change your avatar if you feel like you're talking to someone that's a little bit older. But your avatar is one age, one person, okay? So you need to do this. You're going to find an image on Google. You're not going to steal the image, but you're going to have the image in your head. Maybe you print it off. Maybe you use it as desktop wallpaper, okay? That is the person that you are talking to. So I want you to find that image of that person. You also need to write this down i am a true believer you see me probably still looking down i write everything out my notes i have everything pen and paper you need to do this if you're a person that likes to do google docs and you want to write it up on your computer that's fine too but i need those questions answered the questions that i gave you in the beginning about age name family status occupation all of that needs to be filled out you need to be able to tell me and i don't want it as just this just answering the questions Give it to me like I did to you, okay? I told you her age. I told you her occupation. I told you about her daughter. The kind of things that you can connect to, those are the things that I want to see in this when you are writing out your avatar. All right, you wanna make sure that you write out her full story. I didn't just say she has one daughter and she lives with her husband in New Jersey. No, I talked about the fact that she can't have any other kids. And because of that, the time that she gets to spend with her is very important. So she's looking for things that are going to create those memories, whether it is sitting down together at dinner or it is creating a project on the weekend where they're gonna make a mess of each other with paint and whatever else. That is the story part. You need to have that story part in there. You also absolutely, in order to do this, you need to know your elevator pitch. Why are you creating the content? What kind of content are you creating? If you can't tell me what kind of content you're creating, then it is a problem because you are too all over the place. Okay. I know this is hard for some people. I had actually someone recently message me on Instagram about this, wanting to be able to grow. And I said to her, Well, what's your niche? And she said to me, Well, it's motherhood. And then I went and looked at her content and it was all over the place. Some of it was motherhood. And then another thing was like five random things about me. And I could tell she was just starting out because if you went back to my old content on the Melrose family, you are absolutely not allowed to. But if you did, you would find these random kind of pieces that don't, you don't understand how they connect. And it's because I didn't know what I was looking to do. You have to know what your content is going to be, what you're going to create for the audience that you have. What are you good at? And the other part of this is what are you passionate about? Because, guys, I am not going to sit here and tell you, oh, blogging, make six figures. First three months, you'll be making six figures. It doesn't work that way. It just doesn't. And if you've been in at this for any amount of time, you know that it is work. So, with that being said, you have to be passionate about what you're writing about. And you also need to be careful about niching yourself too much. You're gonna create a blog about newborns, you're not gonna have a newborn all your life. Are you going to be able to talk about having a newborn? for the rest of your time if that's going to be your business. Now, I have watched some people absolutely be able to do that. They started to sleep to teach your baby how to sleep service. She doesn't have a newborn anymore, but she knows from experience. It was her expertise. It was what she was passionate about. So make sure that you really take a look at what can you talk about that you're going to stay passionate about and that is going to attract an audience to you. All right, you guys. This was a lot of information. The show notes are going to have this step by step so that you are able to walk yourself through this. I also want to let you guys know that I appreciate you all so much when you leave a review on the podcast. Um, I wanted to actually read a review because it just made me giggle when I read it. And I would love it if you left a review on the podcast, Influencer Entrepreneurs with Jenny Melrose, make sure you subscribe. You can get all of the episodes, all past episodes from there. And then when you leave me a review, it makes it easier for other bloggers like you to be able to find me. So I wanted to read this. Um, Gwen Galvin from Swirls, Flavors of Swirls says, Jenny and her podcast keep me company on my rides in the car. It's like having a girlfriend with me to talk to. Yes. Sometimes I actually do talk out loud to her. She has a wealth of information and explains it all clearly and precisely. Love Jenny and her podcast. And Gwen, I adore you. Thank you so much for taking the time to leave a review on the podcast. And I hope that you're hearing my voice in your ears when you do talk to me when you're driving along. I appreciate you guys all so much. Make sure that you mark your calendar for next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, where I will be having insider ticket prices on Influencer Entrepreneurs Academy. Influencer Entrepreneurs Academy is my conference, which will be here in Charlotte, North Carolina, April of 2019. It is going to be an amazing conference event. So I want you to make sure that you mark your calendars so that you can be sure that you get your tickets. And I will see you guys all next week. So excited to share more about the conference, exactly what it's going to look like, and just really let you inside this big old brain that sometimes has these crazy ideas about doing events. And then they start to come together and I'm like, oh boy, this is going to be busy. All right, guys, thank you all so much. I will see you all next week. All right, guys, well, there you have it. Clearly, there is a great deal of importance that I place on understanding who your avatar is so that you can create your own and make sure that you are keeping your content in line and in check. I appreciate you guys so much for joining in live with me every Tuesday, 11 a.m. Eastern and for listening to the podcast because I know that this is done a little differently and I love the fact that I have so many of you that will attend live and then go back and listen to the podcast later on down when it comes out. So thank you all so much. It also helps a ton as you could hear when you share the podcast with others leaving a review for it on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, whatever your podcasting app is. Leaving a review helps a ton. So I appreciate you so much for leaving it. And maybe next week, it'll be yours that I'm sharing. All right, guys, until next time.